Your money fears, whether real or an illusion, don't exist just to cripple and block you from your goals and dreams. They surface to teach you. Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money, a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life, where we take the time to explore the human side of money because success with money is never just about the numbers. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons, and I am really, really glad you've taken the time to tune in and join me today. Hey, quick announcement before we dive into today's episode. It's November, which means we are really, really, really marching, and rather quickly, I might add, toward year end. I know I'm focused on ending the year strong, kicking off 2022 similarly, and I bet you are too. That's why I want to make sure you know that I have some openings to work with me in my private one-on-one coaching practice. If you'd like to explore working together on your finances or on your business and your finances, well then send me a direct message on Instagram. We will send you a link to my calendar so that you can schedule a complimentary discovery call. Now, on to today's show where we are talking about fear. Sometimes your fear is real. At other times, it's an illusion, not really grounded in facts. And then there are those times when your fear is a derivative of a marketing tactic designed to elicit a particular behavior, usually for you to buy or buy into something that may or may not be for your benefit. This episode isn't about this example, but it is about the instances where your fear is real or an illusion, especially as it pertains to you and your money. However, a quick story about scuba diving, which you may have heard me share before. After finishing my MBA, I gifted myself with scuba diving lessons. And after taking a 12-week class that included classroom instructions and pool instructions, I traveled to Tortola in the British Virgin Islands to do my open water checkout dives. Now, I got to Tortola and I was equipped with everything, right? I had all the proper gear, my, my wetsuit, my buoyancy compensator device, otherwise known as a BCD, my regulator, my goggles, my snorkels, and my fins, and my tank. In other words, I was prepared for the nine dives that are required for my certification. The first dive it went exceptionally well. The second dive, in contrast, not so much. I had a slight mishap as I was doing a backward roll entry, and it totally messed up my game and threw me off, causing my confidence to quickly vanish. In fact, I was so discombobulated that I was actually afraid to do my third dive. And that is when my dive master, oh, the wisdom, said the following. The day you get on this boat and you are not afraid is the day you shouldn't go diving. Her pep talk was a bit of wisdom I didn't know I needed. 
because not only did I apply it to all my subsequent dives, I have been following the spirit of her message ever since on dry ground. Her point, or at least as I've come to understand it and how I internalized it, is this. Make fear your friend. In this instance, making fear my friend was a way of reminding me to make sure to double and triple check that my gear is working as it should. Which, by the way, is a pretty good thing to keep top of mind when you are diving into very, very deep water and ultimately going down at least 90 feet to do all of the things you need to do for your 90 feet certification. But it also turns out that flipping or learning to flip, I should say, fear on its head in terms of making it your friend is also quite useful when it comes to managing your money. Because whilst there are times when your money fears can help you make smart and strategic moves with your money, more often than not, those fears are actually holding you back. They are keeping you from growing and thriving in the ways that you most want. So as you've listened to those thus far, I wonder, what money fears do you have? And yes, I am presuming that you have more than one. What's the source of your fears? And how are your fears around money motivating you or hindering you? And one other question, with whom do you share your fears? I know my clients have me as an outlet to safely express their fears, but what about you? Who is your outlet? Now, I realize that I am likely in a small camp in terms of me, you know, thinking that fear can be your friend and that it's not necessarily a bad thing. After all, with the future being what it is, meaning unknown, it seems rather natural to be a little skittish of what may lie ahead. So what might you do when your financial gremlins appear? How do you avoid letting the emotion of fear diminish your financial power or cripple your financial progress? Well, if I may, I am here in your ear today to share three steps that you can take to transform your fear so that it isn't something that is preventing you from getting the best results possible with your money and in your life. My first suggestion is this. Determine if your fear is real or an illusion. I don't believe in repressing fears or pretending that they don't exist. In my opinion, you are so much better served when you acknowledge them and then invest the time to discover the root cause. But this requires doing something that sometimes we don't like to do. This requires asking a series of why questions in order to determine if, you know, the thing that you are fearing is really going to happen. So you may have heard this term bantered about in terms of the bag person syndrome. And so with money, you got to ask yourself, is this really, really, really possible? Or am I just saying that this is what I fear? Like really, 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 if you lost your job or had to close down your business tomorrow, would you truly be destitute in a week, in a month, or a year? Or is it more so that you, you know, clearly and understandably so, 
don't want to be quote unquote the bad person, but you know that that really is not something that could likely happen. So that's the first thing. Determine if your fear is real or an illusion. The second is to develop a plan and then work that plan. So if your fear is real, meaning that the facts bear out that there is indeed a high probability of your fear coming to fruition. There is a high probability of you becoming a bad person in a year if you lose your job or have to close down your business. Well, then this is your invitation to develop a plan of action now and a process for implementing that plan. By doing this, you are letting fear guide you to your power and your locus of control. And if that sounds weird, just chew on that for a bit. Sit with that. Now, the next thing you got to do is you got to discover your triggers. So what if you discover that, in fact, indeed, your fear is an illusion, meaning the fear feels real, but the probability of it coming to fruition is slim to none. Well, this is your invitation to find out more about what or who is triggering your fear. For example, are you unconsciously carrying a money belief from your family that doesn't apply to you and your circumstances today? Or are you failing to trust yourself today based on financial mistakes that you've made in the past? The goal isn't to not feel afraid. It's not to discount the money fears that you have. The goal is to identify the specific nature of the fear and then pinpoint what your fears are keeping you from doing. A few examples. Is it keeping you from tracking your money for fear of what you'll discover about your habits and your relationship with money? Is it keeping you from budgeting or creating financial boundaries and knowing what are your money floors and ceilings? Is it keeping you from investing or hiring a professional to do it on your behalf? Is it keeping you from leaving your job? Is it keeping you from starting a business or challenging yourself to grow it to the next level? Is it keeping you from doing something, anything, because you are afraid of making a mistake. Whatever may be your fear, once you identify it, you then have the power to choose how you wish to react. And here's the deal. Your money fears, whether real or an illusion, don't exist just to cripple and block you from your goals and dreams. They surface to teach you. But you can only discern the lesson or the lessons if you are paying attention, if you are willing to ask questions and explore some uncomfortable territory, perhaps, and are open to changing your perspective about the role of fear in your life. Ultimately, it can only be your teacher when you shift from thinking of fear as something you run away from and instead as something you embrace much like a beloved friend who has your best interests at heart. Well, that's a wrap for today's episode, short and sweet. Thank you so much for spending time with me today and listening all the way until the end. And remember, I have some openings to work with me in my private one-on-one coaching practice. So if you'd like 
to explore working together, send me a DM on Instagram and we will send you a link to my calendar so we can chat. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or perhaps this particular episode, please share it so that we can reach more people. And if you'd like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. Buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and again, listening all the way until the end. I will be back next week. I hope you will too. Until then, remember, it's about more than money.